0: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Pop Salsa. I am your host, like always, Joel, accompanied by my good friend Ernesto. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Come on, I I get that you're Asian, but you don't have to say (laughs) Asian. Just say hello. Come on. (laughs) Um, So weekly, we host a show, you know, bi-weekly discussions of entertainment news. Yeah. And we try to give it our own spin, our own knowledge. You know, we do have some insight of how films are made and stuff like that what it what it takes yeah uh this week well since we last recorded we've had some pretty devastating i guess you could say yeah news uh the actor bruce willis for those of you who don't know he's an actor uh, um, <laughs> die he hard he retired yeah. yeah die hard yeah. he retired from acting because of he has asphagia yeah, yeah, something as, like that, right? Spasia, yeah. Like its a brain cognitive disease that affects his language and his ability to read and stuff like that, which obviously made him want to retire.
1: Yeah, it's it's. Like, I'm trying not to get choked up because he's a he's one of those action heroes from our past when we were kids. Yeah, right.
0: Something on along those lines where as, they could like, see him. As long as we've been alive, there's always been a Bruce Willis.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just put it like that. <laughs> That's the name, and. Uh, and knowing that the the thing that's making him that it's have his money, you know, his speech oh, and his shit. acting, it's, uh, it's it's slowly eating at him.
0: Yeah, he's sixty seven years old. and He was born in Germany. I did not know that. I did oh. not know he was. Hmm. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> probably like a base or something. Probably like a military family. Yeah. Was born in probably. I mean, we could. I could figure it out. <laughs> I just all I have to do is click right here on this link that says Wikipedia, but. <laughs> It's better to speculate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I I heard one time uh, somebody say, like, it's not when your heroes that die that start to like, you know, retire, die or whatever happens that, that you start to feel old. Mm. It's when your dad's Oh God <laughs> <Man. laughs> Right? Yeah. Like my dad loved the the eighties. Um, fucking Rambo, Die Hard, you know, Terminator, Terminator. Yeah, those were like his type of movies, Rocky. Yeah, I heard stories of him just like when he would just go and you know, movie hop, like he didn't speak the language, but he just loved seeing the visual. Yeah, so he would go and movie hop from, from theater to theater just to watch movies, and he would watch Die Hard, uh, Rambo, uh, uh fucking the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's something
1: that. They filmed, you know, our father's here. And we told them that about Bruce Willis. They'll be devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something that's like, really?
0: Yeah. It's something like where my dad, like I said before, he was a a massive James Bond fan. Mm. And when uh, uh, Sean Connery died, I was like, whoa. Because I was like the first one, you know, like out of all the movies that my dad... That I'd uh, love to watch, and the, the actors. Even though he had no idea who the fuck these people were <laughs> or anything like that, he would just recognize the person. And be like, oh look, that's James Bond, or oh look, that's Die Hard, or oh, <laughs> that's Rambo. Right, right, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's how iconic <laughs> the movies are
1: that we just see their their movies then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So un- unfortunately, uh, Bruce Willis had to retire because of this this um, disease, yeah. and I, which I guess he got. Because of head trauma? Yeah, right. from
1: what I've seen, it's it's a result of uh, yeah head trauma, head trauma or some sort of like stroke. I don't think of we would have heard if Bruce yeah. Willis had a stroke or any. So I think it's about the career. So maybe
0: yeah, like back in the back in the day of uh, of his early movie making career, he had like some stunt that went wrong or something. Yeah, that yeah just walk have it up. off. Yeah, <laughs> they... fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, hopefully. We don't get the news like a month later. It's like, oh, Bruce Willis passed. You right. Know, hopefully he could still have, you know, whatever time he he may have left, he could spend with his family happy. Don't have to worry about making them, <laughs> making them money anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Arnold has a I tank. And yeah. Arnold has a tank
1: that he served in when he was in, in the military at the Iraqi Creed.
0: <laughs> well, I, th- I had thought of Robert De Niro. Cause there was there was this oh. famous outburst to Robert De Niro. He was he was mad at his I think believe ex wife now. He's like it's because you keep spending my money. I can't have to do keep doing these bullshit as movies. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what my that's where my head head went. But yeah, uh, hopefully uh, Bruce Willis can have you know whatever time he has left, uh, peace and quiet and tranquil with with him and his family. Yeah, and hopefully we don't get that. Oh, Bruce Willis dead at sixty, whatever. In in a long time, hopefully. Yeah. Even though I don't know exactly like what living conditions with uh, asphyxia, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if he has to have like assistance or anything. Yeah, like, like if that, if, it's, it's if he's gonna be like Ethan Hawke, right. not not Ethan Hawke. What's the the, the uh, spe- um astrophysicist Hawkins? Yeah. Hopkins. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, ast- the astrophysicist they're in the chair moving around. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the premier scientists of humanity. Yeah, one of the greatest minds of, of any generation. He was like on you know, Futurama. Futurama. <laughs> uh, but we just <laughs> degraded him to a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs>
1: but yeah, something uh, not perfect. like that, because uh, that was a degenerative disease, yeah. wasn't it? Irritator. Yeah,
0: So, you know, we're rooting for you, uh, Bruce. Oh, Would you have liked to see seen another Die Hard? yeah. You would have. Yeah, I would have, have, have you seen any uh, any of the like the newer ones? Yeah, the the
1: most recent one, the the last one I saw was man. with his son. Yeah, with Was his, it was in Russia. Yeah, when yeah. it was Russia, it was like like is this a Bruce Willis? Like it's, it's a cute thing, but yeah, even my dad's like, wow, this is bad. Well,
0: but it would have I been,
1: mean, I mean, like the old man doesn't know what to good. To well, be. no, I'm not saying like
0: that. I'm just saying <laughs> it's like after a while, the same trope can get, get, get tired. That's and stuff fair. That's like fair. Yeah. That. Like, how many times? can this man save the world? (laughs) (laughs) Right, this police officer from where is he? L.A. L.A. Right, L.A., Because the first one was L.A., the second one was in New York, and then the third one is just out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would have
1: loved uh, a Bruce Willis-centered Die Hard. Really? Yeah, instead of, like, you know, trying to make a franchise out of it, just make it something that goes back to that. So, like,
0: uh, akin to the original, to the first one, where it's him. And him against, alone against the, the odds, world, yeah. right? Exactly against the Germans. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, aside of the the whole you know action star that Bruce Willis was, I I remember him. He was like a soap star at the beginning. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was in a soap opera. Was it Days of Our Lives? Probably. Everyone starts a day. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, But I remember he was on that seventy show. It mm-hmm. was funny in that. Um, it's just like from an actor when you look at you look at like Sylvester Stallone he's almost nearly in his 80s yeah and he's still out there trying to do fucking expendables and shit it's like dude come on (laughs) like give it up (laughs) yeah Uh, but you know we're rooting for 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 one of the heroes of old and uh expect uh, hope for the best for him and his family anyway moving on let's talk about some other stuff that isn't so so much of a downer (laughs) Michael Bay well, I'm I mean downer. Though. Right? I was like Downer. <laughs> downer yeah, Michael downer. Bay. My blood pressure. Your blood pressure blown, shot up, yeah. Right, yeah. So you
1: wanna lay it out? Yeah, yeah, sure. Before. Uh so according to Michael Bay, uh <laughs> he apparently had the opportunity to sit down in one of his Transformer movies and it's like two, The first one, right? Right, the first one in two one. theaters and there's one for full of kids and there's one with like adults, and then the kids are like, Oh my gosh, explosions and he's like, Oh cool.
0: He, and Michael, made a, he made a kid's movie. <laughs> right,
1: and Michael Bay goes to uh, goes to the adult-oriented one, and then he asks the guy, hey, is this a good movie? And the guy's like, eh. He does the, the hand, meh, meh. Right, right, right. And, then, and And in that moment, he has a, a moment of clarity, and Michael Bay thinks to himself, I, I made a
0: terrible movie. Rightfully so. Right, rightfully yes, so. I okay. agree then, with you there.
1: Yeah, right, and he gets home, and
0: there's like a truck full of money, so he's like, oh, I'm just going to keep making he's these keep movies making them, and keep yeah. making these so. Yeah, which is it's odd, because like, Obviously, whatever project somebody does, there's always that fear. Am I going to make... Is this going to be shit? Are people going to like this? But then when he... And I think this is like the worst possible idea you could could do as like a filmmaker and actor is watch a movie you're in with an audience, especially like a test audience. Oh, yeah. Because like those people are... First of all, they're like hot and sweaty and they (laughs) they literally just came off the street to have... (laughs) <laughs> I have like, somewhere cool to sit down. For right? Like, what's this? Yeah. And I wander into the WB lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Come on, um, but it's just, it just, it boggles my mind how five Transformers. Yeah. Five Michael Bay directed Transformers. Yeah, because not taking not taking into consideration Bumblebee, because Bumblebee was actually pretty good. Yeah, and it wasn't
1: like I remember when Bumblebee was announced. Uh, Bay, I don't know if they have like forced him at gunpoint, <laughs> and I hope he did, but they forced him like I hate to tell the people that he had no foot in it or stake in it. He, well, he was no a producer. Yeah, he was a producer, but he uh, had but no that creative. Could be nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he put the money in front of it, which yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah.
0: Maybe I mean if he had if he actually did put up the money then he would have some say because mm. he's like hey yeah. if you don't do what I want then I'm just gonna pull funding <laughs> oh, no but I'm I'm guessing is like of like your company or something does the visual effects yeah you know, in that sense or explosions you, explosions <laughs> right. yeah you know when they need a for some reason the explosion has to go from this part of the world to the other part of the world. So they're just calling Michael Bay because he knows what he's doing. Right. That type of thing. <laughs> but story-wise, leave it to us.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. That's something that you know Michael, but just do explosion, then we'll worry about the thinking and the creative
0: stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, Michael Bay as much as I he's like the Ryan Johns his Star Wars with Transformers. Yeah, well, could you say that? Oh yes, I can. Well, I know you oh, can, yeah. <laughs> obviously, but
0: be, but there wasn't really a live oh, action. That's fair. There okay. wasn't anything there for him to ruin. Right, he His just ruined it from the boost. beginning. Yeah, yeah exactly. That, that makes it feel. That makes me feel sorry. <laughs> but uh, so, right, let's just lay this down for the for the <laughs> listeners out there. How many times have you seen? Oh each my gosh! Um, uh,
1: you want me to just tell you out or did... yeah? Just go for it. Uh, so.
0: Three times each of each them. Each one, oh my God, yeah. and there's five. So you yeah. spent an, an average of 20 hours in the movie theater watching these movies. Right, and that, that's not counting like the
1: DVD sales. So I, mean, did, I didn't, But no, I didn't movie own movie it. I, I rewatched it like, you know, on the street, like, hey, it's on Bl- TV. when Blockbuster was still <laughs> a thing. Yeah, when Blockbuster was still <laughs> a thing. Like, I played the games and stuff like that. But Michael Bay, uh, he knows how to play the game as much as I don't. Yeah. Too much for him, right. It's the whole industry is about money and getting those eyes to the screen. Damn the creative stuff. Yeah. Right. So that's what, uh, Michael Bay is about.
0: That's what. Like, there's another story we're discussing about the the Godfather. Mm. How it's being um, essentially criticized by film students because they are taught of this the cookie cutter way of I I, be, in, I believe they're taught in this cookie cutter way of making film. Yeah. Where expressing your creativity isn't really necessarily uh embraced yeah you know because because they're focused on that bottom line the bottom dollar yeah so you take somebody like michael bay who despite all the reviews and everything of of his movies and critics and all that stuff he still has a job tomorrow you know he could he could essentially be like hey i want to do this and they'll give him a bunch of money to do so
1: right because there's that assurance of that he will get people to see i mean even ambulance the recent one yeah it's like Come out like, earlier this? Yeah. Like, last, last week, right? Last Some week, like right? Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> Some times. But, yeah, it's big. It's not getting, you know, the Ravis reviews, but people are like, oh my gosh, this is the most Michael Bay since The Rock. Right. Or something. <laughs> like, How right? is that possible? Right? How is that? <laughs> so, yeah, Michael Bay, even uh, Steven Spielberg, which makes me laugh. Uh, like, I could just, Steven Spielberg told them to stop at three movies, and yeah. Michael Bale's like, uh, yeah, I probably should. And he went home, and then there was a dump truck full of money. Yeah. So he decided to do more Which,
0: which one was the one that they shot in, like, for, like, the last half hour of the movie is in full-on Chinese? With the China. Which one was it? It was The Last Night, I believe. The last, oh, um, no, Age of Extinction. Was that
1: four or five? I think that's five. Five. Yeah, because The uh, Last Night was the, the most recent one with Anthony.
0: So that, so so then it would be four because the fifth one was the last one right was it okay so there's Transformers uh
1: Darth, was it Dark Side of the Moon sure okay no. uh, it? that's a Pink Floyd album right right that's exactly <laughs> why they chose it like how we need to name this movie he looked at his record albums Pink um, Floyd rick floyd uh see yeah, i don't remember the uh, one, which
0: yeah. one was the one with the dinosaurs
1: or that was that age of extinction out? age of extinction yeah that was age of extinction and then last night was the most recent one with that so, and that was really bad like i like i was trembling mad in the theater how mad i was yeah you saw it three times no i saw it once <laughs> that's how that was. i saw the like it was like a ramp right i saw yeah. three and then three and then okay two like it took me like three movies to stop watching it more than once that's
0: uh, but there's five right? you're more of a dedicated man than I am <laughs> I like the the Fast and the Furious was mm. one thing right my dad loved those movies not because like it captured what it, he it represented to him or anything like <laughs> that no he's just like because of the car chases and all that stuff but right. for me it got to a point where it didn't, it just became like the same movie over and over again. They were just trying to top one over the other. Mm-hmm. But he always wanted to go watch them. So I was like, no, go by yourself. Well, of course I joined him. Yeah. But now that he's gone, I have no obligation to keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last Fast and Furious that you watched? Shobbs and Hawks. Shobbs and Hawks? Oh, which was the, 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 the spin off. Oh, it's spin of, off with The Rock and Jason Statham. Oh, okay. Because the last one I
1: watched was the first one. Really? And I, I have the, the DVD. One. Yeah, the first one. You the they're
0: stealing VCRs. VCR
1: DVD combo sets and a half full truck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? Wow, talk about the times. Right, now they're in space. Probably like 40 bucks worth of scrap metal. A scrap <laughs> metal. Yeah, I mean, like, I saw the first one, the second one, mm. I've seen bits and pieces. The third one is the one I actually like, which is the one in there in Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo Drift. Which was supposed to end the franchise. It was because it was a direct to, direct to a DVD. Oh, was it? It oh. was. But that last scene when um, Vin Diesel's character comes back, that like reignited everybody's <laughs> ambition and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. That? And then it just five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. <laughs> space. And Sean, yeah. And uh, what, what's that one big actor? Wasn't there a big actress in there too? Uh, Charlize, Charlize in, um, Theron, um, uh, I think uh, Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren. Oh. Helen Mirren, John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, it, it makes. How sense. do you recruit those high. Not, not,
1: I don't know about John Cena, but nowadays probably. But like, yeah, Charlize Theron. Like, hey, here's a
0: movie where you're a hacker or something. Well, the, mm, Is she a hacker? No, I think she, she's like the main baddie. Oh. I don't know, I just, I just I have no idea. At some point it went from like cars, like them dragging a fucking safe, a bank safe in Brazil to them parasailing cars from a jump and somehow now they're in space. I don't Yeah. Like what's happening? I don't when, this was about racing. where, where, where? <laughs> Right. There's secret ages in that, right? Yeah. Ludacris is
1: not like a rapper anymore. He's like the tech
0: Yeah, <laughs> right? I think he always was the tech guy. Oh, was he? I okay. think so. Okay. Wonder Woman makes an appearance for oh, a movie yeah. or two. Was she in there? Yeah, was Ronda was Rousey in, in there too? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's it's those movies that... The classic when Scorsese is talking shit about Marvel movies. How they're not film anymore. Yes, I understand. But even more so to movies like this.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, it's more of the spectacle. Right. And that's, that movie <laughs> is definitely... Is this like... The Adam Sandler of movies, Fast and Furious, because you know how Adam Sandler's movies are kind of like, you know, they're just par, fart, poopy jokes of the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. but this one feels like it's a new generation of kind of pop Sandler, not not Adam sandler S movie, you know, it's dumb, yeah. it's just kind of... I mean, they have rare. their
0: audience, like, well, yeah. whenever a movie, one of those movies comes out, it always makes a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. but is it people that are like, hey, we're just gonna go and, you know, chill, watch a movie, entertain ourselves for the day, or it was like, oh my God, I, I I was like literally on the edge, and I saw, uh, <laughs> and I saw Fast and Furious Six, and I turned my life. Oh my God, like I have no idea, like I have to dedicate my life for to people to watch this movie. Oh. <laughs> it's something like that, I'm sure. I hope. I mean, I can, yeah. could you imagine people just like, yeah, you gotta watch this movie. It's gonna pull <laughs> your socks off. There's a cult revolving around Paul Walker's character. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um and, but i mean there, and then there's also that car culture oh yeah which is you know i forgot about that. that i fall into that a little bit you know it is cool seeing seeing uh the cars and stuff like that but my type of car they usually don't really focus on yeah like i like muscle cars and right. occasionally you know i think i think vin diesel's character has a chargers like right. a 67 or 66 charger mm. but other than that is just like all imported vehicles maybe that
1: maybe that's vin Diesel. diesel's character. That's you. Nah, that's it, he, That's the, He's not. the Charger guy. You no, know, all about family. I'm, well, I'm a Mustang guy. So no, that's fair. Right. Well, it's American.
0: American that's not style. True. You know, that's not, true. Not a plastic piece of... It's old school fucking yeah. Detroit engine. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> gas guzzling. Gas <laughs> guzzling. <laughs> yes, styrofoam. Yeah. McDonald's can, eating. Just yeah, like all American. Know, if, if it's like a four degree turn... Everybody watch out because the car can't do it and it's going to lose control. It's going to slam into a tree. <laughs> but if it's in a straight line, we're good sure. to go. <laughs> yeah, people forget about that, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> a straight line, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it's like, I have, My girlfriend asked me this, comment, this question earlier this week. It's like, what's the difference between a muscle car and a sports car? Mm. Well, the muscle car is really focused on acceleration. You know, how fast can it get at point A to point B? Sports cars are more well-rounded. They have mm. better suspension. They could turn better. They, they accelerate pretty quickly. So, like, there is a difference. Yeah. But for these movies, I feel like they focus on more of, like, the Japanese import type of vehicle, which, you know, there is there is that subculture there, but for me... Honestly.
1: Yeah, when I think Fast and Furious, I just think... First. Yeah. Yeah, but when I think of Ben Diesel, I think of the Charger <laughs> yeah, the and Charger. stuff <laughs> like that, yeah. 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 Um,
0: Oh, let's talk a little bit more about The the Godfather. So what do you think about
1: that? Oh, right, right. You mentioned the Twitter, right? Yeah. Well, he's essentially, he said he didn't like the shot because it's too dark. It's a scene, I don't remember the scene. It's been a while since I watched Godfather. <laughs> but it's one of those uh, scenes where Michael's talking to, I believe, his father mm-hmm. about taking the family business, which is, if, in case you didn't know. Spoilers.
0: Spoilers. It's a movie that came out almost <laughs> 60 years ago. 60 look. years ago. It's a mafia movie. It's yeah. a mobster movie. Yeah, What? Well, Ironically, like, there was, uh, there was people who did not... Because in Godfather, I don't think they used the word mafia. No. Because uh, they wanted... And then there was people who, like, sued the the, pr- the production companies to, like, distance themselves from this movie.
1: Right. I, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I do know that uh, there were actual mobsters in the production. Yeah. And then they're the ones that were consulting. And yeah. And they're like, you do, don't say that. Don't mm-hmm. use that word. You know, don't use mafia. and Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, because it was, what... Francis Ford Coppola, right? Yeah. director, mm-hmm. And hey, talk about uh, directing royal film royalty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if that dude's going to make it, he's going to make it right. Yeah. A lot of the big,
1: well, Robert De Niro's in it, the uh, mm-hmm. second one. In the second uh, one. Gosh, I know their character names, but I don't know, right? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, goodness. God, Andy
0: Garcia's in it as well. Right, right. The Godfather. But the, he's in the uh, second. Marlon Brando, like, Marlon naturally. Marlon Brando, Marlon, yeah. Marlon Brando, one of Marlon Brando's best performances. Yeah, so we got Al Pacino, Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro, Diane Keaton, James Conn, Talia Shire, uh, John Cazale, he died. Richard Castellano, pretty sure he's dead as well. Um, but yeah, you have like uh, <laughs> Abe the as it was. Yeah, yeah, you have this all star yeah. cast and. Uh, there's this film student who says this one scene is oh it's too dark it's not lit brightly. I feel like he might have focused on that scene, but I feel like he was just talking about the whole movie. In oh, general. It was the whole movie yeah. in general, okay, yeah. Because I saw the scene, so if it's the whole movie in general, damn, I'm yeah, more so, damn, damn him to yeah. hell, straight to hell, yeah, yeah. And the article, the dude who wrote it, was um, uh, underlining the 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 obvious of how the lighting affects the the character and the the theme of the movie, yeah. Like, he's going into this world of, you know, seediness and shit like, and stuff like that. So it sends to reason that his world is going to be dark. Right. Because that's what it is. Yeah. So the lighting in the movie and the film reflects that. But this, you know, pretentious asshole decides to <laughs> criticize it and people, because they have fucking absolutely nothing to do, decides to take the story and blow it up.
1: Yeah, it's uh, we spoke about this a little bit, but I think it's just our general consensus The there is a disconnect from current uh-huh. film students to film students who are not f- essentially film students but like art in general mm-hmm. right those movies from the 60s 70s to going on 90s there's a disconnect from now it's film students now growing up with like overblown explosions maybe of shots that you can see are lightly lit right there's no narrative reason behind it
0: yeah and i could feel like that could also be attributed to the change of film and movie make because like there's, there's always, there's always been that generation of filmmakers that are quote unquote indie. Mm. You know, they take a film like Kevin Smith, for example, when he did Clerks, no, he yeah. had twenty seven or so thousand dollars in debt and made this film. And then when he went to uh, fuck, uh, what's the Robert Redford Film Festival? The, um, the Robert Redford Festival. No, <laughs> oh, it's the, the big one. The it's not the cans, not the cans, um, in Utah. Oh, was it like oh, it's just this big film? festival? No, it's, it's the I don't one in Utah. Know. Fuck, what's it called? God damn it! Well, he went to that festival assuming that hey, the movie's gonna get bought out. But right. Nobody bought it, so he's oh. like, "Fuck, I'm ruined." Oh no! But then from there, you know, it blew up for him. Right, so it made a cult, yeah, a cult following. Made a cult following. It's the fucking goddamn <laughs> movie festival. It's no. the same
1: with Sam Raimi's film, uh, Evil Dead. Exactly. It right, was like a shoestring budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I feel like even though the the um, the possibility of making films is a lot more accessible now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The industry really isn't focused on the indie aspect of it anymore. It's more focused on wanting to make, you know, those billion dollar blockbuster movies. Right. And back to Francis Ford Coppola. No, not Francis Ford Martin Scorsese, you know, another one of the fucking royalty of filmmaking, criticizing Marvel movies that they're not film anymore. Well, you have to look at what film is. Yeah. You, Godfather. Godfather's film, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Black Adam. No, I mean, Black um, Panther. Mm-hmm. That's not really a film. That's a movie. Right. You know, there is a clear difference between one what distinguishes what distinguishes film to what distinguishes a movie. Mm-hmm. Like you look at theater or oh, the theater. <laughs> depending on how, yeah, depending on on how you want to say, you know, like there there was a time where you got dressed up, you go to the movies, you stuff like that. It, it was a thing. Now, mm-hmm. you just it, a person in the pajamas can go and you can watch, <laughs> spend 40 bucks and watch, you know, whatever. Right. So, okay, I see that's interesting.
1: Is, uh, do you think that era of film is e- evolving or Sundance. is it gone? Sundance, a Sundance. Oh, Film Festival. Nash, Jesus. How the fuck I, I ever into <laughs> that? Sundance, right. Yeah, yeah the big indie Yeah, the big. Indie festival. Well, not necessarily indie, but it's, it, a, just yeah, general it's just a film festival. Yeah, film festival yeah. yeah. In Utah. Okay, cool. So, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> oh, film. Yeah. Film. All right. so since film, and you make a good point, of film nowadays back then, like Scorsese or... Yeah, They for Coppola. They had resources. Like Same with Star Wars, just to bring it into more of a contemporary life. Star Wars had uh, these amount of budget, not the huge amount of budget, but they had to make creative choices to sacrifice, right? They couldn't yeah. do the whole big CGI scene. They had to use miniatures because it's cheaper to some yeah. degree. So same with, like, Godfather and... Uh, like uh, uh, Goodfellas or something like that. There was constraints of the time, but nowadays it seems like the technology is, like you said, widespread. Anyone with an iPhone can film like this movie that will win these huge awards. Yeah. Right Nowadays, so do you think that that essence of film that brings in like constraints of budget or you know, like you can't have all these people, is effectively gone, given the technology that's caught up to it or surpassed it.
0: I think so in a way, yeah yeah like it, it kind of feels sounds like it's counter to what we're saying because like if if the availability if the the, the possibility of making film is more available to everybody then shouldn't mm-hmm. the indie market be exploding mm. but that's not the case mm-hmm. like I'm sure there are you know still indie filmmakers out there who do make one or two films a year, but they don't get the recognition that they deserve right which is like in a sense to say to say that. People will be like, "Oh, I'm not in it for the recognition." Bullshit, you know, bull fucking shit. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, who doesn't? Yeah, right? exactly. You you worked on something
1: like a good chunk of your life. You put resources, blood, probably, yeah. and like money, and then family time. And why not have that one moment where congratulations, so and so. Yeah. Good job.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. You want to be acknowledged for your job. Yeah. And to, for your your you say job, but it's like. For any anything you put your effort into, right? But to to say that you you don't want the recognition, I kind of feel like you're bullshitting. <laughs> you're right? trying to save face. Yeah, That's like you're trying to be true to what you believe you are. but yeah. you're not. Um. So I get the feeling that the 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 today's film students are being taught how to make you know these big budget blockbuster films, or being coached towards that direction, rather than having been like. Here are the fundamentals of filmmaking. Go have fun. Right. Which is what it should be. Right. You know? Like, you had... Um, you were talking about how uh, you're cutting videos for film students. Mm. And how it, and you could tell when the the quality of work begins to wane. And then I made the reference to watching um, Werner Herzog's uh, Masterclass. Yeah. And he was discussing how whenever he encounters a film student who t- asks him... Who tells him that he shot... 170 hours of film <laughs> of well not film anymore because it's all oh, digital right a like, footage He's heartbroken because like that's not what film is shouldn't it be that you know you don't need seven ten twenty takes of one the same fucking scene you know you do one two you get what's on the script and then maybe you do another two or three that have fun with
1: yeah exactly it's oh gosh that's a, that's a lot of time is it the yeah. same shot the I mean, thinking, it? like i could just imagine imagine it just sitting like all right let's go through it again a hundred so times but yeah it's something that i feel film students aren't given the opportunity to express their creative juices or their creativity without being stifled to a degree yeah especially when it comes to this guy who talked about godfather i mean godfather is I hope it's one of those films that you want to learn from, right? You don't want to emulate, but you want to see where it came from, like Two Thousand One: Space Odyssey. Yeah. As much as we think it's a very boring, dragging movie, but we can't deny its its achievements in editing exactly. at the time. Yeah. Right? Even uh, even um, what's that one racist film that came um, out? Uh, uh, Birth of a Birth Nation. Of Nation. Right. Yeah. It's extremely of its time, but very.
0: the editing was revolutionary at. Well, for then they there wasn't any non linear editing, so yeah. you had to basically shoot scene after scene after scene. Right. So you know if you shot the the first scene and then you'd have to move on to the second scene and then you had to move on to the third scene. Yeah. So that was an extremely complicated way of making movies back in the twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with uh, two thousand one space Odyssey. Yeah, like I I completely understand and acknowledge of this the importance of this film has had not only in film but in pop culture and science fiction culture oh yeah that's right a whole bunch of like uh, overreaching aspects of our every day today that this movie uh, like ushered in mm-hmm. but like I said with um before we we start recording like everything should be criticized you know but if 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 you start to like feel like your your project or you start to fall apart because of the criticism then maybe your project or you weren't ready yeah or it shouldn't have been.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> so speaking of criticism, what when it comes to like, say, let's just say, the Godfather, mm-hmm. is it a film that, despite its like two thousand one, you know, despite its its uh, reputation, is it something that is not as big as most people make it out to be? Because you know, it's it's the golden era, right? Yeah. Same with two thousand one, but we don't have those rose colored glasses, so to speak, when it comes to movies. So the, is Godfather something that it's? It's old? <laughs> well, I
0: mean, you look at The Godfather. Like, mm-hmm. When did that come out? Mm. You know, it came out in the 70s. I'll just double check here. 72. Mm. So almost Eight, 60 nine, years. Nine. Yeah, you're right on the dot. Almost did 60, 60 years. years. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that this movie come out. Like, of course, there's going to be generational changes. There's going to be changes of how we view things. There's going to be, uh, I guess, a growing up for, for our generation. Um, and especially and depending on how you you do that, you know, a lot of the a lot of what I believe that the dude who was criticizing the Godfather um, comes from is because he's like completely shot in the dark. I have no idea who this person is, so I'm just making a, a massive assumption that he has had a he's lived in an echo chamber mm-hmm. of you know of his ideas just bouncing around and nobody saying you're yeah. full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. See, doesn't that that gives
1: new or more expressive issues what if film students are effectively that nowadays because if you think about it's in 60 years since uh, the godfather right yeah well has there been a recent film where that it's warrants to be in like a, a film textbook as
0: one of the greats nowadays i'm i mean if other than like you would have to change the the the, the, the what being a film great is mm because nowadays there aren't any films they're all movies they're all spectacles Mm -hmm. i think the last one you could actually do that would be endgame or infinity war Mm -hmm. is where they brought yeah even then there it has its criticisms stuff like that but just to to underline the achievement of you know the culmination of 24 yeah 22 10 years years worth 10 years worth of films yeah (laughs) <laughs> that may or may not have been planned <laughs> um, just to, to culminate on those two movies yeah. alone you have to acknowledge of the achievement of that, that was
1: yeah definitely hmm yeah well just it's cause it's uh when a, is there a middle ground to it with film and movies is there a movie where it's a uh, it's something that can uh, that can look visually stunning Dune Dune yeah. Oh gosh, we talked about doing so many. I was gonna say the Batman. The Batman. The, well, ba- the well, Batman's very visually stunning, but it also has that that spectacle.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't have that grandeur. Because mm. like you look at the Batman, it's a dude in a suit and like. Gosh, in, I never a, thought
1: I never thought n- it
0: No, no but well, what I'm I'm trying to break it down to it's like most essence, essence, um, elements, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a dude in a suit. There's like a street. Uh, a couple of buildings and that's pretty much it right? oh I
1: see it's very
0: yeah very, it's very contained very, within itself right. being however amazing they were able to pull that off and mm-hmm. cinematically beautiful and, you know all that stuff we talked about <laughs> <laughs> all the dick sucking we've done this movie. <laughs> and, um, speaking of you know that dude yeah, dune another some more dick sucking <laughs> um you can say fellatio, right <laughs> oh, this <is> like 70s. <laughs> Okay. Well, you look at Dune. Right. It's it is it, like this grandiose you can see like it's epic. Mm. The film like the the, cine, the the cinematic shots that they have which uh, we've made the the argument that maybe they should have cut back on that a little bit, but still <laughs> even so the story really good, you know, the acting holds up to to the story. The 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 cinematography is amazing. Mm-hmm. Even when they did use like their whole, you know, explosion CGI battle, it was at the culmination of like at the very peak of the story, right? It know? wasn't something that you know, Michael Bay, where it's just yeah. thrown there, you know, just you know, filling a gap. Explosions, 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 right. explosions. Shia LaBeouf
1: oh, credits, right? That's right. All right. Is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's my theory, and if you know, tear it apart as you will, mm-hmm. if you want. Uh, so, what makes a film is a film that all the elements in the production are working and mm-hmm. perfect, if not. Or well, in good, if not perfect, synced. So, like you said, the music is on par, the cinematics are on par, even the action, which is something that's a little, you know, highbrow mm-hmm. or lowbrow when it comes to you know, indie films, was during the apex of the narrative. Yeah. So it seems like Dune has all these narrative beats that are contributing towards the one storyline. Yeah. So is that nowadays, especially now contemporary times with Marvel films, DC films, that's film?
0: A combination of skeptic, of skeptic I would have to be yeah that would have to be the closest I can think of mm-hmm. you know, like maybe the joker mm-hmm. the joker you could consider a film as well mm-hmm. you know you take this the concept of a supervillain but then you just n- essentially normalize it mm-hmm. to the sense where it can happen to anybody okay yeah so you you take the film and then it's again beautifully shot the, the narrative is beautiful the story is beautiful the 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 acting is really well so all these these combination of things make up film yeah a movie can lack one two or three not huge amounts (laughs) yeah a lot of elements of this you know yeah like depending on who's making what (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) so um yeah i I guess dune would have to be the one that it's a hybrid of both a little because you could easily see how the, the grandeur of dune and be like yeah this is a blockbuster yeah Definitely. Like even even if like the whole story everything goes over your head, <laughs> you're still gonna be entertained because there is like right. action. Explosion. Yeah. yeah. It's well um, paced. Right. The action. Right.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I even even the the battle scenes aren't as grandiose as there's, they seem. Mm. Like even there's a scene where uh, it's the sneak attack, essentially the Pearl Harbor of House of Streaties, and then they're getting attacked and everything's blowing up around Harbor. them, right? And uh, you see like. A cluster of soldiers just waking up and then you see those ones who are doing the ambushing and just like they're all organized you know there's a lot of them you know but Hassel's trade is just woke up (laughs) so you can see that it really contributes to the mise-en-scene sort of thing of it all like there's some sort of narrative that gives the the scene gives to the narrative to some degree yeah so I think in my opinion this film student is just full of shit yeah dead but it seems like
0: well he's young
2: right
1: let's just say that he's, yeah. very, he's very young he's Naive. very opinionated <laughs> Naive. Naive. Taught and malleable. Yeah. <laughs> he's very uh it's it's like very opinionated especially when it comes to social media right mm-hmm.
0: well yeah i guess
1: yeah okay. you can you'd say whatever you want yeah. and there's going to be an offset and of people who are going to agree with you and
0: an who don't that's the problem yeah. like it used to be where when we were kids where some crazy <laughs> whack job would have a, a ins- totally insane opinion and we'd be like him. Hey, don't pay attention to him. He's just Fred. You know, <laughs> that's, that's who he is. Hey, Fred. But yeah. now, yeah. But now, you know, anybody with a fucking uh, yeah a phone could spew off their nonsense onto the internet and essentially force people to yeah to 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 comment on.
1: Even worse, it might force people to like, oh yeah, he's right. Godfather yeah. is. A show no. yeah. You're right yeah and to a degree you're, you're you're open to your opinion but you have to see that there's reasons behind it it's a film yeah right there's some sort there's every i don't know why even in film when i went to uh, uni like this i feel like don't not a lot of people grasp the idea yeah, but it's something film is multiple people working on it yeah something happens in film there's a reason behind it be it budget be it talent be it anything underneath the table yeah right there's always a reason to it so when it comes to film there's reasons behind everything
0: yeah not something that they just off the cuff yeah yeah i mean like uh, a lot of the reason why you know the great movies of the golden era of of hollywood you know the black and white films still Mm -hmm. hold up to this day is because they had limitations you know color film wasn't a thing until the late 30s I guess mm. you would say so those early films and even it wasn't even like widely available until like the 50s yeah so even though the one of the first um, was it was it the fu- Wizard of Oz was that like the, the first, first color one? Yeah. yeah one of the big first yeah, one of the ones. big the big ones where it, it made it like spectacular right and there's narrative there's stuff, narrative right because yeah. in
1: case you haven't watched this film <laughs> it starts black like, and white years ago <laughs> right, right. it starts uh, black and white and when she goes into Oz it's all color Colored, and vivid. Yeah. And right? then it ends in black and white as well. Right. right? Uh-huh. See so there's uh, there's some sort of reasoning behind it. Exactly. Right? Criticizing something like this film student did just because it doesn't conform to what you're taught yeah. is as immature and naive as it is.
0: Yeah, and then like
2: No offense. Oh, fuck that dude. <laughs> offense all the way. Um <laughs>
0: But then, what's also going to happen is, and this dude's going to find is that if he does have a film career, if he does, if he is lucky enough to, you know, know the correct person to give him a, a film career, because mm. let's be real, that's that's the only way it happens. Yeah, he's going to realize that the conventional way of making film that you're taught in film school is just going to go right out the window. Yeah, everything you've learned, uh, aside from like the basic, is going to go right out the window, and you're going to have the liberty of wanting to play it around. Like that's one of one things that reminiscing here with Ernesto, when the time when when we were in school together in uh, the the television program, our professor for production was very hard set on you have to follow the specific rules. Right. But when I was always like butt heads with her it was because I was like, why, why fucking tell me why do I have to do it like this? This is bullshit. My way is better. There was <laughs>
1: there was an instance. It's I remember when we were in production. And uh, essentially, we're all ready to go. The crew is all ready to go. You know, we're all like ready there on the lights and the ladders, ready to adjust when needed. You yeah. know, all the cameras are ready. Everyone in the in the control rooms ready. But. <laughs> Uh, the professor and Joel are just kind of in the corner yelling at each other, and we're watching. i watch, I was on a ladder, I believe. I was on a light, and I was like watching him. Yeah. And uh, they're arguing about lighting, and then uh, Joel is essentially saying like, "But why?" <laughs> you know, just and it's just the circle argument, and we're just
0: and then eventually, I, I think she she caved. She, cave, she yeah. caved, right? Yeah. Because yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, I get okay. If you're gonna do your conventional three-point lighting. Mm. Yeah, if that's how you want to film your thing and make it like well lit for people to see, but if you're trying to add use lighting to set the mood, mm-hmm. it's going to be different. You know, yeah. you're gonna you're not going to use a key, you're not going to use a fill, you're not going to use a what's the other one flush or uh, <laughs> it I think key? key, fill, and, and uh, back, back. Yeah, yeah. you're you're gonna miss out. You're gonna to want to play with some of the the aspects of lighting. Yeah, you know?
1: and you had a great. I mean, considering most films should have a good grasp of the foundation. Yeah. Right. You got to crawl. You know the whole thing. You got to crawl before you run. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially what Joe had a great conception of the lighting, and he wanted to play around with it. But you know the producer, uh, I believe, really right? Yeah, the producer. producer yeah, wanted it a certain way. Yeah.
0: And, and you could say the same thing with like when we were doing the set, mm-hmm. and like we figured out a way to like make an octagon set. So, right, and then like she was like what is this but then after like the, the semester progressed everybody wanted to use it yeah yeah. pretty
1: much I remember I remember other students coming up to me like so you know how that scene you made how did you how, how did you do, you do that, that?
0: Yeah. yeah I was like oh let me show you I couldn't remember because <laughs> <laughs> we we had done that like at the beginning of the semester and then towards the end they were asking us like how'd you do it and I'm like wait how did I do this right like,
1: I think I remember you looking at me I was like I don't, I don't really I don't know. Know. <laughs> like, we, we kind of just
0: figured it out and it was like 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 set flats are fragile as it is yeah but having some that are like on shaky foundation like we couldn't crippling yeah. a bit you have to
1: hang one on the on the, <laughs> yeah, on the grid, on the grid right so it doesn't fall over on someone <sighs> memories right yeah.
0: Memories. Yeah. yeah i went over my um i actually recently found my um my transcript an transcript from from when i went when i left pcc yeah i did a lot better than i thought oh yeah yeah How a lot better I I like some classes where I, I was like I for sure got a D. I had like a B or an A. I was, like holy shit! This oh, out. like that acting class? Did well, you? No, I think the acting class, but that wasn't one that I wasn't really like trying. Right. Yeah, because you just wanted to. I just wanted to, to understand the yeah. actors. That, but over well, like all the TVR classes, where I was like, fuck, I, I'm I. I barely passed, you know, like a D. I was like, no, it was a B's or A's and shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was surprised. Oh, oh, no, no, no. proud. <laughs> surprised <laughs> on, on, on my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about that, we talked about that. Let's talk about uh, Morbius. 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 The living, right? The living vampire? Sure.
1: Or the unliving? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, the living th- vampire. Morbius,
0: the living vampire.
1: In lights. The more you know.
0: The more um So you haven't seen this movie yet? <laughs> no. But all accounts counts is that it's terrible. Yeah, it's another. Uh, I I guess you could say it's another uh, a desperate attempt for Sony to keeping the super the the Spider Man um, copyright. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh,
1: now they say, oh, we have a slate of other villains to worry about other than Spider. man
0: Yeah, I which I I, I could understand. I see why. Like, yeah, that's an interesting thing to do. You know, completely flesh out these these villains characters, give them their own larger stories, mm-hmm. and then you know because how many origin stories of, of Spider-Man do we need
1: yeah it's coming to the point where it's like Batman mm-hmm. like we can't well, we understand
0: more so than Batman right mm-hmm.
1: well you have the Tim Burton stuff did, they, sh- did they show it again in the other mm-hmm. one no just once right just, one. They just did, once they did Tim Burton uh-huh. Nolan, and Batman then a little bit in Batman vs so, so that's three so that's three but you saw Uncle Ben get shot like twice yeah wasn't an it amazing and then the regular Toby and then, Tom, and yeah Andrew.
0: I guess so but yeah, because they didn't really, like... Have they even mentioned Uncle Ben? No. In, in the, the Tom Holland spider No, not
1: at all. Other than a suitcase from Far From Home, which has his initials. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benjamin, you know, Parker. Oh, that was UB.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, his, that's not his tight as his name. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't
0: there a... Um, Isn't there a storyline where Spider-Man's parents, his actual parents, are like spiders or some shit? Yeah, that was Andrew
1: Garfield. Yeah? Yeah, they're like, the whole spider stuff was all, they were assassinated, essentially. Yeah.
0: Like, it's in the same vein as, like, um, Ant-Man. Yeah. Right? Like, they were, like, doing some scientist shit with spiders and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But then shit went wrong and they had to to go underground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, along those lines. I think that's
1: the (laughs) the ultimate version. I'm not entirely sure. But I swear there's more than for Batman. No, there's there was only three. No, and no, yeah, no. no there's man. a lot of
0: movies, yeah, but I think there was only like three origins.
1: Wasn't it one? Oh, would you count the Batman? No, right? Because they didn't show they it. They didn't. No, yeah, they didn't show it. Cause yeah, we saw Martha get shot again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: okay. hmm. Yeah, they didn't. They they talked about it, but they didn't show it. Right. Right. Um, Sorry, so I I I understand how Sony is approaching the the whole Spider Man verse. You know he has a full range of like these really colorful villain characters that they could dip into, even sidekicks or like uh I guess what you would you partners mm-hmm. like Black Cat and stuff like Black that. Black Cat, yeah, yeah. Miles Morales, who has uh, 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 superheroes as well, the good guys. Right. But I just feel like when they announced Mobius, and then like a week later the movie came out. Yeah. Don't you think they have? They need more time to fully like write, rewrite, (laughs) (laughs) completely. The pre-production process has to be like a lot more fleshed out before they even start rolling film.
1: Yeah, wasn't Mobius also pushed back? It was. Right? Yeah, you're right. It's it feels like it feels like a cash grab. Yeah. It feels like something that oh, we can make this movie that's adjacent to Spider-Man, but not really have some impact on him. And and, he, and getting what, the but cash. Would right. it have
0: impact? Because it feels like that's what they're trying to do, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually get to the point where all these character all these villains are laid out and then have the Spider-Man come in and yeah, but, you know, get his ass kicked or kick some ass. Right.
1: <laughs> but some of these characters are from to uh, from Holland's verse. I mean the vultures in there. Yeah. Right? Some some characters and Oscorp is in there. I mean not Oscorp's always a staple, but it feels like it's it's a Spider-Man adjacent film with bits and pieces of it in there just to get you know oh hey there's Vulture he was in to- he was in Andrew oh gosh he was in <laughs> he was in the third Spider-Man's film.
0: the current Spider the current spider mans
1: yeah. film yeah it, um, it feels yeah just weird considering how close it is from announcement and then the, the production yeah
0: and, and even so with like Venom and, yeah. and stuff like that like they announced Venom and like it was go go time like holy shit like nobody. Like what's happening?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, when I watched the first one, I was like, "Oh, there's a second one already." Yeah, like it
0: already got it out. Why is it
1: so rapid fire, you think? I don't. I don't know. Is there like a time? Is it? Well, they I, know something. I know. Don't?
0: I know that in the clause for Spider-Man, they mm-hmm. have to use the character or any 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 character within that property every ten years or so, right? Or to be roof. able to retain the, the 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 licensing, right? Or it'll, it'll go back to Marvel, right? So I I mean like dudes you got time like, give it like at least two two and a half years maybe even three like why does it have to be one after another every six months
1: Yeah, it seems like they're trying to uh, copy Marvel's pacing. Yeah. Right, because in mean, Marvel back then there was, a, there was what four movies a year. No, I just I say there was two. two there's or three. Two, there's I think there's like two or th- two or three. Yeah. I think three sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. there was a lot of movies. There was like one at
0: the beginning, middle, and then definitely end. Yeah, you paced out your year according to Marvel movies.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. right.
0: So Sony, right off the bat, just because
1: you have good with Spider Man, doesn't mean you can make these characters that are in that world kind of and get the same money back
0: could- yeah I feel like out of the, the three major uh, production companies that are making superhero movies Sony is really the one can catch up yeah. like they were doing that comparison early on with DC that they're trying to catch up to to Marvel and in a sense I understand where they're coming from I see it more as like they didn't really know what the fuck they were doing <laughs> um, but they, Sony got a taste of the Marvel success. Right, got a hit. Like, yeah, they got like a mainland. And, you know, that first taste is always free. Right. <laughs> but from then on out, I just feel like they... First, they want to keep the character. Yeah. And then secondly, without like overplaying it... Because if it was up to them, they would just make a Spider-Man movie every year. Yeah. You know, every four years, it'd be a new turning them over yeah. younger <laughs> and younger. But I feel like this is a good way they saw... To be able to expand the universe and keep the character, but I just don't feel like they're they're giving it the time it deserves.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's disheartening, especially when the next movie is Craven. And Craven mm-hmm. is like uh he's definitely he's one of those big moments in Spider Man's life. Yeah. Right? He's one of those he's kind of like in a mentorship role, but also kind of this is the real world other than Doc Ock in the comic. Right? Uh-huh. But they're just making like a solo film based on him and, and I, I do who's who's is it's it's uh, Quicksilver. Is it him? Yeah, it? yeah, it's, yeah it's, well, I forget his actor's name, but it's the one who played Quicksilver in Age of Old.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor yeah. thank
1: you, yeah. Kick-ass. Yeah, thank you, yeah. He's in it, and I was like, oh, cool, that's awesome. And I do like what they're doing. They had they haven't really done like, with uh, villains. Would Black Adam be one of those films? Like, yeah, take, but that's on the DC side. But the DC side, but mo- most of their slate is villains, yeah. like, for the most part, yeah. And then you have Black Cat and Silver Sable, and it's like... It, the, these characters should be with Spider-Man than their own standalones, especially with Mobius, because Mobius
0: is fairly obscure. right? Yeah, I had no idea what the fuck. Like, I'm sure I've seen him in like, like, a, in the background character, yeah, like, on like a Spider-Man comic somewhere. Yeah. But I was like, Mobius, that sounds familiar, but it just yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it seems like they're it's like Guardians, but without the structure there already was, <laughs>
0: we'll all the good stuff right, right?
1: yeah right. it could be like talking raccoon in a tree i mean <laughs> like that's something like really you, you made a film out of that there's like three films but of living vampires should be a film where it's easy to make a movie but it seems like it's not really
0: yeah we i guess we would have to watch the the mobius to really make a consensus like yeah. a solid consensus on it. just because like you look at the ratings and this is another thing that I, I've, I've wanted to discuss for a, a while the the obvious disconnect between the fan base of a movie and the audience and the critics, because mm-hmm. like you look at the, the 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 Rotten Tomatoes, even though you know I do not believe in Rotten Tomatoes, I just think it's a bunch of people who need a life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just sense, numbers. Yeah, in a sense. sense yeah, yeah. Um, and they're all the all the critics are shitting on the movie, but yeah. then you look at the fan base reaction and positive. Yeah. So, like, where's the disconnect, and why is it happening?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we're technically critics. Technically, in technically, a sense, yeah. but I think we're very few critics that look at both sides. We're, yeah, we're, we're critics who. Uh, who uh, say like those artsy films because it not only brings something new, but it also delves into topics that are hard for society to digest right? Yeah. Like Moon night not <laughs> Moon Moonlight. <laughs> moonlight. Moonlight yeah. something or Dune even, right? Dune, Dune is Dune is something that's not as conventional as most people, but it's fairly new considering that's other topics. Right, exactly. So uh, critics have that J- I wouldn't call every critic jaded, but there is that way where you see, like, your seventh Marvel film or your tenth DC film or superhero, which is essentially the same formula or uh-huh. the same d- to a degree. We know it's not, <laughs> right? I mean, it's, well, it's, I mean, uh, Superman and Captain America. We yeah. can see the difference, but for a critic, I feel yeah. that that difference is, is so. Do same. you
0: think it, it's the disconnect is that they don't have a an already established relationship with these characters? When it comes to superhero
1: movies? Um, a little bit, yes. Uh-huh. Because I feel there is that bias when it comes to superhero movies, but there's also that, that rose-colored glasses. right? You can't see every superhero movie and think it's a 10. Right? There has to be a... <laughs> de- there has to be, right? <laughs> there has to be... Or Also, you can't see every superhero and think it's all zeros. Yeah. Right? There is always a middle ground when it comes to critiques, and I feel like we do that. But some the more hardcore, more established critics, they have to take a stance to it. And that stance, when it it has to have like visuals or creative differences or some sort of reasoning why this movie is compared to others, if but that makes any, yeah. You know.
0: I get what you're saying. Is like they're the essentially the gatekeepers.
1: Exactly. I do want to say that because it does have those, you know, preconceptions. But yes, right. They they make what a good film is good film because it's you know it's either shocking. You know, it's revolutionary or compared to other films, it takes other stances that are different. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, mean, I guess we could one day just, like, spend 20 minutes and go through the list of, like, highly rated critic movies and see what, the, what they're choosing. Yeah. Um, I also believe that it could be a way of them, like, trying to justify their jobs. Because mm. it, it's getting to the point where, because films are way accessible... Getting to the point where you know the, those days of what's the fucking Robert? Esco, Robert Ebert. Yeah, Robert Ebert. Robert. Esco, what's, the, what's the other dude? Esco? Uh, Esco, uh, Esco? I, I don't remember yeah. the second one, but Robert Ebert. Robert yeah. Ebert and and uh, the other dude. Yeah, they had. Like, they had <laughs> when a they were the show. When they were the ones who were saying what movies were good and what movies weren't, weren't good, you know. Yeah. Those days are long gone. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of seeing the, the in the sense of like how. You Know a hundred, no, 90 out of a hundred critics give uh, a, a superhero movie a bad review. Is it that because is the movie's actually bad, or is it them just trying to justify their job? That's a good point,
1: right? It does, it seems like it's outrage is what fuels, yeah. Right? And if something that is popular turns out sucks, then you would get, you know, always that opposing view, I mean, always that other side of the story. But I also It's difficult because when it comes to critiques, there's always a middle ground, isn't there? But it seems like critics Uh, nowadays, but there should always be a middle. Yeah, but when you do Robert Ebert stuff, they do do critiques where they they kind of like leave it up to the viewer, kind of. Uh But nowadays, it feels like there's always a black and white to it. It's good or bad. Siskel.
0: Siskel. Gene Siskel. Gene Siskel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really roll off. Was it? Yeah, Robert Ebert ebert and cisco cisco mm-hmm. and ebert there you go cisco and ebert yeah mm. um yeah i get what you're saying it's yeah. just it doesn't i still believe that it's it's a it's one of those professions that somebody stumbled upon <laughs> and like nobody was like hey this is bullshit how can you have this as a job right and then as time went on that that person's position like engranded himself but then now like because of the internet because of the accessibility and all that stuff it's like him all the way in the background yelling shit yeah and we're just over here it's like who still pays attention to <laughs> you know yeah it's a
1: critique a uh, critic critiques a critics remind me of like uh that so-and-so professional mm-hmm. right it's not to extent of like a uh, a mechanic right a mechanic can fix your car a doctor yeah. can check you right <laughs> there's something shit. concrete right actual work <laughs> exactly there's something that's concrete that can show that that expertise but when it comes to critics it's all opinion yeah right you see i can go to a film school in new york right i can go to like i can get a doctorate in uh i don't know in art mm-hmm. or fine arts film theory or film theory film right but there's no physical thing that i can tell you other than that, oh i i was taught this therefore, this is
0: how film should. Be. Yeah, I mean, I guess you get you do raise a valid uh, point. Like, what can actually like you take away all the sides and all that stuff? What person out there can actually criticize a film and be like, "Yes, your word is essentially the word of God." Exactly. Like, is there anybody out there like that? No. Right, because I, even even head... like even like the greats, Scorsese. He was shitting on Marvel and right. we were like, go sit down, old
1: man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: from that, we can see where he comes from. Yeah, right? We see if he's from the old guard, and from the old guard, there, they did things differently, right? Yeah. And when it comes to critics, it seems like it's always... Like, okay, granted, there are films that are widely bad, like Michael Bay's films, right? You can obviously <laughs> see that there's some, something wrong with it, Poor right? Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Michael Bay laying on his billions of dollars. Yeah, he don't give a shit about that. <laughs> but there, there, there's a, a, like, say with the lighting we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Three-point lighting. There's a foundation to it, and then you play around with it. Same yeah. with film. Yeah. There's a foundation of narrative. There's a foundation of sound design, of editing, and uh, I suppose critics are the ones who are supposed to s- show audiences
0: not in the know-how about the differences to that. But really, because yeah, like, how, like, how, mm-hmm. how many? How um, many? Sorry, no, no, But no. how many critics actually lay down and break, break, like break down a scene to its foundation? Very few. So that's what I'm saying. Like, is that right. is that their job to that's remind right. us of of like the, the the fundamentals of filmmaking? It's supposed to be. Is it? Yeah. Well, see, like, not all of us obviously can
1: go to a fancy film school, and we can see some of us are not as informed when it comes to uh, like editing. Like, yeah. for example, we're both editors, but from an editing point of view, you see a movie, you can see the hiccups. Yeah. Or you can see the errors. You can see something that doesn't really quite make sense. But for like say the average view, the average moviegoer, it's deafening. It doesn't really matter. It just goes right. By, yeah. Right. Exactly. So I that cr- a critic is supposed to be that person that takes their experience. And informs them, mm-hmm. right? Not forces them. <laughs> yeah. Informs them, like, this is why, like, say, for Godfather, there's a narrative reason for it. And that's it. Yeah. That's all you're supposed to say as a critic. But nowadays, right. like you said, it seems like critics, to justify their, their career, to uh, be a, a echo chamber to some degree, uh, always uh, kind of repeat the same thing. They force people to their view rather than yeah. letting them choose for themselves.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess what you're saying is, like, you're... Like in uh, The Godfather, mm. a, a critic would highlight the, the fact that the movie is shot like pretty dark, but it will also like justify like, well, okay, the, it's because of the tone. It's just the tone. Right. You know, like, and what you're saying is where a critic now is kind of like browbeating you into believing the way that they believe. Right. No, it's good. Just yeah. accept it. Yeah, that's
1: it. And there's no choice anymore. Mm. And especially when, like you said, <laughs> with like social media and technology, everyone can have an opinion. There can be thousands upon thousands. You've seen them, the YouTube critics, where they just poop on something because it doesn't make sense to them. Yeah. But for a critic, a critic is supposed to just give you the color, and you decide whether or not you like it or not. But ultimately, it's this—it's what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And right? a
0: critic leaves it to the choice of the view. Yeah, and I. I like I'm, I'm trying to remember like ever watching the E. School and the Ebert show, mm. if because okay. I feel like that was a thing like before my time, in the '70s, right? Yeah. So I don't know if I've ever seen like a, a syndication that show on syndication or Yes like or something, a yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, UPN. <laughs> <laughs> UPN. right. You, know, you see <laughs> the scanning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm trying to like see was there a famous critic or anybody uh, that that labeled themselves as a critic that actually watched things objectively?
1: other than Robert Ebert and you you Did told he? you told me no you told me this before right. uh, Robert Ebert like pooped on something and they gave him money to make a movie yeah and, and he made and he was shit. right but he owned up to it yeah he said that that's what I believe is a good movie and not, not a lot of critics would actually sit there like this is what I think is a good movie yeah right they would hide behind their uh, their uh, cri- not their critiques but their uh, their awards or their reasoning or their education or not even that they'll just hide behind their screen exactly right and Robert Ebert's like you know I messed up mm-hmm. right and he's not the, the the main critic but he's one of the fair or at least the
0: rare breed of critics to admit that yeah yeah that's true um, but again he had integrity yeah which is I guess what a which lot of is... people that don't have today yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah when it comes to when it
1: comes to critiques in anything for that matter like even food yeah like I say this burger's good you taste it, and it's okay. Does that make you less of a food person, or does it make me better than you? Well, no. Just because yeah. I have, like, a website or yeah. something like well, that? Well, I mean, or- I guess, like, you
0: could, uh, along the lines of Godfather, there are, and using your food analogy, you, there are several um, institutional institutions that are widely renowned to be great, in and out. If you're on the West Coast, In-N-Out, definitely. Whenever you way. you come across somebody that doesn't like In-N-Out, you like, what the fuck is wrong with you, right? And rightly so, yeah. Right? You know, just,
1: I thank you for holding back and not beating this
0: person. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, violence is never the answer. For the yeah, most part. yeah, you know, not all of us are you know famous movie stars. <laughs> 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 so bad that I understand. Um. So so yeah, I guess that. I guess we have to come to a consensus as, like, not just filmmakers, but, like, filmmakers, critics, fans, and stuff like that, that there are certain institutional movies that should be, yeah, you could criticize them. Because, like, even though I, I believe in it now is probably one of the greater uh, fast food chains ever – I do have some criticisms about, it. like, the fries. The fries are kind of... Eh, yeah, you, like, you leave it
1: out for five minutes and it just becomes a worm.
0: Yeah. 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 They're, I mean, the they're fresh cut, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. You could, If you don't believe me, go to an in and out <laughs> You'll see them fucking cutting <laughs> fries. Right? you know, done. he's yeah. Trot-
2: trot- yeah,
0: so you can't say, like, oh, it's terrible food because, like, it's fresh. But just maybe it's lacking. Exactly. You look at The Godfather. God, the Godfather can be widely accepted as an institutional group. Mm-hmm. But... Does it? Can it still be criticized? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, as it should be. Nothing uh, shouldn't. If nothing should be above criticism. Exactly. If if it could stand the criticism, then you know it's great. Exactly. Um, I just feel like there there is a generational gap in between you know filmmakers, uh, critics, That's fan the fan story. base <laughs> that yeah. don't necessarily know that. Yeah. You know, like especially. The newer generations that have grown up with you know, the blockbuster every month and stuff like that, where it completely def- changed what the theater was, uh, and for those of us who who didn't grow up with um, with the blockbuster movie every month, where occasionally there was a film in, in theaters, yeah. So we 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 have this different view that maybe we should focus on. You know sharing more so that the the younger people coming up can have the the same understanding
1: exactly yeah, yeah it's it's i don't know why i it's, i suppose it's human nature but we always we always have a habit of becoming like this tribalist stuff. yeah there's always where you have fans criticizing critics and critics can't like anything you guys think everything sucks and you have critics who some of them really do want to just kind of inform Lumped into that mass of critic of critic of critics who are like they hate everything. Yeah. But from their point of view, they're just pointing out the issues, and if you're having offense in that, then you probably shouldn't. Think <laughs> that film, and then you have those um directors or to creatives or to producers that only see what's the money, mm-hmm. right? They see that all these block budget block, block block budget films are f- brightly lit, yeah, and have all these franchises. Right, that's all they see is just the money and you can't blame them just yeah. because
0: but, that's what we put in it. yeah but you also have to take like I'm not speaking to you personally yeah. because I'm sure you know this but you also have to take into consideration like the movies are brightly lit because that's how CGI works <laughs> 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 right <laughs> I'm nodding I'm, nodding, I'm nodding. nodding I can't like, nod hard enough yeah, yes that's how CGI yeah. works for exactly. those of you for those of you who don't know if you're You know, whatever green screen, blue screen. And yellow screen, I don't know what at this point. If you're lucky enough to be in that cube that they filmed the Mandalorian in, it all has to be well lit. Yeah. Even overlit. Yeah. Or it'll come at the risk. Yeah. It'll look terrible once you key in your CGI. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And... uh, Film in the future, do you see film becoming more of a uh, technological hellscape than something that is born from uh, essentially lack of resources? Like say in the 70s, we, we don't have enough cameras, so yeah. we'll make do and we'll make beautiful art. But nowadays, that technology is outpacing the art tenfold. I mean, you just said the Mandalorian, yeah, right, and that didn't have any green screen. It was a huge LED or whatever yeah. OLED screen, right? Yeah. Using video game mecat graphics on yeah. real engine.
0: Yeah, was well, using four or five. Yeah, four.
1: four. They just announced five. Yeah, five. And it's only nice gonna only gonna get higher. That Uncanny Valley. So now that they're bringing in deceased actors back to play roles do you uh, think in the f- near 25 years 30 years it's just going to be like hey here's a, here's bruce willis before like, yeah, you know all those um, ethical
0: yeah. ramifications of yeah it i mean you, what you're laying down like without a doubt the, the landscape of film is going to change dramatically 10 years from now let alone 25 um, I do remember the story, maybe what ten years ago or so, that George Lucas was the 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 image rights to dead celebrities. Oh my gosh! I don't know if he's still <laughs> oh, like on track on doing that, but he was you know considering buying a Marilyn Monroe, you know, the old, right. old to make see completely CGI films with the, with these with these uh, ghosts. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like all well, and he's. Spe- I couldn't imagine family members. Yeah, like oh, like there's grandma, like.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so I do get the sense that film is going to change, and unfortunately, that's going to mean that the the indie filmmaker out there, even though they're struggling now, it's essentially going to be non-existent. Definitely,
1: I mean, you have stagecraft, Mm -hmm. and you have a dude with their Mm iPhone. Like how how can you technologically match that? Match that? Can't. Even you, like it seems as though uh, the technology revolves around those filmmakers that are you know uh, pioneers of blockbusters rather than going down to those who uh, make the indie films. Granted, there are resources, right? There's lots of there are plenty of apps. I mean, drones are not uh, as expensive as they used to be, right? There are yeah. valuable they resources. Pretty, they
0: pretty much replaced like the helicopter aerial shot. Yeah. Who the fuck, right? And they're more
1: like they're more intricate, and they yeah. can follow people in buildings. I've seen like scenes where they're flipping and doing all these acrobatics, and uh, at some point, one does uh, a filmmaker with a
0: shoestring budget. Like, what is even a shoestring? Fuck man, a shoestring budget at this point has got to be what, like five million, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And... yeah. I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a a dark time for the the film you know not movies because movies are always yeah. going to be around but film yeah. you know there is a a, a, a distinction between one and the other yeah the film are more artsy down to earth more dramatic in a sense they're they they're the ones who tend well not probably not anymore <laughs> but they're the the ones who tend to win awards yeah Dune you know Dune
1: Dune is Dune is a beaking shining light of a, a good mix between the two exactly and that's what something all these camps should look towards yeah. towards a film that not only fills you creatively, but also uh, uh, cinematically, I yeah. suppose.
0: It achieves both. The yeah. creative aspect of it and the cinematic aspect. Um, which, this is the only thing we could hope for. You yeah. know, like, hopefully, uh, Dennis Villeneuve, mm-hmm. the second... Because he's been more of the, the I want to make film yeah. type of thing, right? Because yeah. look at his his weird-ass fucking movie. Weird <laughs> <he does> <laughs> But <laughs> um, but like we take Dune for example, it it, it does. I, I feel like it should have won an Oscar f- more so than from the like the technical. Yeah, it should have won one of the big ones. Definitely. Like um, Oscar Isaac should have been. I feel like the the story the script was really good, so probably should have been made if it wasn't for those. And it probably would have should have won.
1: Yeah, Well you, you have those gatekeeping. Yeah. yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah, sci-fi. You know? sci-fi. Like this is
0: another thing I was talking like uh you know post. Oscars this year a lot of people were talking about how come comedy doesn't get its thing you know and especially what happened with uh, Chris Rock a comedian you know getting blatantly assaulted on stage in front of millions and millions of people (laughs) right so there, a lot of people were discussing how you know comedies and com- comedians are being targeted in a sense. Like you say something we don't like them. We're now we're gonna assault you. Like right. it used to be like we're gonna try to cancel you, but now we're gonna straight we're up assault you. We're just gonna straight you. up yeah. assault you, bro. Um, so like, how come they don't have a an 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 award for a specific comedy movie? Yeah. Exactly.
1: I mean yeah. even even editing. Mm-hmm. Editing was wasn't even a, an award given. Yeah. It you was know, something that like, oh yeah, here's our social media. I think it was a, a lot of the technical awards were just not even on screen. No. So you know, it was just a pageantry.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. So when when does it become less about showing how much money and decadence that we can have? more about the art itself, right? More about the the comedy, exactly, right? Yeah. I mean, comedy, it, it's... And I see that's another cat, of, <laughs> cat of awards when it comes to the Oscars. It's yeah. always a... its always comes down to who makes... Who thinks it's a good movie. Yeah. Right? I don't remember it. They have a board, right? Like, seven people. Well, they...
0: the It's the the Academy and uh-huh. then, like, the members of the Academy. They uh-huh. have, like... A core member of like you know 90 to 100 year old people yeah from old, old school <laughs> Hollywood. and then every year they in they induct more people right and then like you know they do project
1: not project like clockwork orange and like mm-hmm. these are good movies yeah don't like, don't, everything
0: else sucks dude doing- yeah well it's like uh, remember what was it a few years ago when it was the the fucking honest trailers mm-hmm. where they did um i think it was it must have been moonlight when they did, like, they ran down and it the checklist of everything. Right, he do, he's, he's gay. Gay, he's ding, black, black, gay. He's drug, black. Overcome drug abuse, ding. ding. <laughs> right, right. Yeah,
1: moon, as much as Moonlight, which I watched it, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. But it, it is, does feel a little pandering. In, yeah. It's just like, especially with La La Land. Oh, like La La Land was literally just, the, not to, you know, everyone who worked on it, Yeah, good for you. Yeah. But it was essentially a callback to all of those classic, uh, those uh, musicals. Yeah, yeah right. and
0: that's one thing that I've always heard about people in the industry. They always say, like, the Academy loves to suck. It's like... Yeah. So a movie, take like a movie like La La Land, which is essentially that. Like, look how great Hollywood yeah, used look to how be. how
1: many opportunities you can yeah. get, you know. You can just come in there, get an audition,
0: become a movie star. Exactly, right? you will sing your way, yeah. traffic, we're <laughs> singing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Homelessness, we're yeah. singing. <laughs> no, Hollywood. You know, Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, so I do sense that... It's not going to go the way we would like it to, hmm. where these movies that do figure out a perfect way of um, combining the, the artsy creative aspect of a film and the grandeur um, ext- extremeness of a movie to bring them together to make actual cinema. Yeah. But I get I feel like because you know the, the industry is focusing on one over the other, you know the grandeurness of movie making, yeah. You know, all that shit, explosion. Michael Bay, billions <laughs> of dollars, Chinese. You know whatever you want, whatever whatever you, you want to say. That's such a weird scene. Like, <laughs> the China suddenly like where? There's subtitles now. Like what's... well, I mean, it all it
1: all plays a factor. Did you remember when uh, channels like Michael Bay stopped making movies about us? Or like because <laughs> yeah. he, he started tailoring the movies towards China in order to get money. I feel like
0: but that I feel like that's a. a, a production company thing
1: but he's it's his production
0: company well it was because it's Paramount right it, yeah but it wasn't his production company a good hand yeah but Paramount could have been like hey we got a uh, oh, 2 billion Chinese people <laughs> complaining not, it, right? not necessarily complaining but a market that <laughs> right. we could exploit yeah so that's not catered to them that's why which one was it with like the last 25 to 40 minutes of the movie yeah moon, like Extinction 100% in Chinese yeah. and people were like wait what the fuck's happening yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, like, there are external factors on what um, leads uh, the, the filmmaking process. Unfortunately, the main one is money.
1: Yeah. I mean, Michael Bay, as much as... He, he knows the game. Yeah. Right? Even if critics will probably hate him, and they probably do, but considering that he's making an, all these money, and he's paying it forward to whatever Hollywood exec yeah. needs
0: it. Like, you, you think now, like, there's no way Star Wars would have been made. No. There's no way... Jaws would have been made now. I mean, hell,
1: from Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Yeah, like
0: well, these. I mean, I'm I'm naming like the the first ones that's, that established your careers for George Lucas and what? And, yeah. Well, I'm I'm saying like it's without oh, a doubt oh, if these the, didn't the trail, happen, the trailblazers yeah. sort of but, yeah, like, the, right. So yeah. Jaws, yeah, right, yeah, Jaws. Yeah. If this didn't happen, obviously these wouldn't happen. Well, you know, was it Close Encounters? in the 80s yeah, yeah. At a
1: close Star Wars happened. they like came out yeah yeah even Star Wars it's hard to wrap your head around it but Star Wars Star Wars was indie <laughs> er, right it was wasn't it yeah. yeah a lot of the resources they had was all because of the constraint so that constraint that uh, a desperation yeah <laughs> made beautiful art yeah right? a lot of a lot of the costumes were remade from like doctor who or something like that and they, they made these characters yeah but nowadays with all the cgi budgets and the huge blockbuster economies how can you match that same spirit
0: you can't that's unfortunate like you, you can't I mean, the spending power of a Warner Brothers, it, you, you, there's never gonna be a way for you to uh, to top that, you yeah. know, unless you do it's like some shadowy underground shit, that, <laughs> you know, cost somebody a life or two. But <laughs> it's you're not going to be able to, to, to top that, you know. There's a reason why you you drive down the street, especially here in L.A., and you see like li- legit walls of like billboards and like not even like billboards, but like the 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 the, the concert posters mm-hmm. and just plastered all over the world, one right after another for the same movie right yeah, you know yeah. it's like there's a reason why that happens because they spend you know 250 million dollars to make the movie plus another 200 million to promote it right right there's no way you're gonna take your your mom's credit card to finish <laughs> financing your film and then be able to promote it the same way exactly yeah i mean there's a lot of
1: festivals like sundance and mm-hmm. the canes yeah, the can, cans, the, the cans. You're right. the, the, the French. That, right, cans. Oh, oh cons. 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 The, uh, cans, cons. cans, cans. <laughs> that so allow... you got me thinking about it, it's the cans. <laughs> 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 and they allow a degree of that, but it's it's difficult. It's like a drop in the ocean.
0: Yeah, like and then even even in, in that those situations, you take an indie movie to a film festival, get praise reviews, you get lucky enough to be, to be have it be bought. Mm-hmm. you'll have, like, a release of, what, five, six, seven theaters. Yeah. Whereas, like, a major motion pu- motion picture is in the hundreds. Yeah. You know, theaters, yeah, if not thousands. Yeah, and
1: we're not saying that, no, don't go into film.
0: Film mm-hmm. hard. Film's hard. Film
1: sucks. Oh, well, yeah, I'm saying stuff. don't go into it. There <laughs> isn't <laughs> enough jobs for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely an... ex Like, saying that it is a hard industry to get into is an understatement. Yeah. Right? And there's a lot of... Like, most people will do, say, three films in, like, two decades. Yeah. Right? It's that hard to get your foot into the door. And when you do get your foot in the door, there are going to have to be some creative restructuring.
0: You're going to have, you have to, to play do. the game. Yeah. you to get First, to get into the door, get your foot in the door, it's nearly impossible. And once you're in, you have to play the game.
1: Yeah. Monopoly.
0: Monopoly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's uh move on. Uh, I guess we pretty much covered a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, we did. Uh, um, let's talk a little bit about this, and let's finish up with the uh, the video games. Let's talk about method acting. Mads Mikkelsen. How Mads. do you say this motherfucker's name? Mads. Mads. I just call him Mads. Mads. Yeah. Mads. The dude that was eye bled in um, <laughs> the James Bond
1: movie. <laughs> I remember him from like Harry Potter. Yeah. I think he's the one who replaced
0: of uh, uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He replaced. Oh, he was Doctor Strange as well. Yeah, he played um, the bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy. <laughs> um, he was also in Broke One. He designed the the Death Star. Was he really? He was the dad, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah he was I, the dad. I, oh, right. I thought you meant like, literally. <laughs> no, no, no. He was the dad. In in <laughs> yeah. that story, right. he was the one who designed the Death Star. Right, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue yes. One. Yeah. Um, he's talking about how he thinks method acting is... Mm. And to some extent, I agree. Mm. There are some... What I could see is some benefits of, like, some roles where you can like like take for example Daniel Day-Lewis mm-hmm. when he did Lincoln he, it was like if he was living in like this 1860s <laughs> right and I'm not saying like yeah good for him well I am saying that good for him but what I'm not saying is like I don't believe that in doing that necessarily made him made that role like stand out you know I, yeah. I, I do believe that living in like the way they did can give you some perspective that you could channel into your performance right but to some extent it just it's just you're just a crazy person. <laughs> crazy Did he live in like a log cabin? I mean I would assume. I, well, it's not New like York. he's gonna go to his high rise in New York.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's uh, yeah, I I'm I'm right there with you as much as I wanted it to feel like a versus discussion. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. I'm I'm with Mads as well. That it is BS because like you said, you know, you come from this high rise mm-hmm. in Manhattan. And then you lower yourself to like living in a, a log cabin. I can't, I can't comprehend the disconnect you need or the power you need to t- come from the high life into something like down there. Yeah. Right. Especially something like say uh, with the Joker, right? Something that that's something I feel like method acting to it is to an extreme. Yeah. To a sh- very extreme. Yeah. Um, or Jared Leto during Suicide Squad wasn't emailing rats did. to people. Supposedly that was bullshit, but yeah. again, who knows?
0: Yeah. What what, so what is uh, supposedly true is that during Mobius he would insist on using the bathroom with his crutches. All oh, right. Like why? why?
1: That, that like inconveniences everyone. Everybody, yeah. Okay.
0: Like first, like as a director, you had to talk to him, like, dude, what are you doing? And then he'd be like, <laughs> oh, whatever. And then after a while, after like so many complaints, you just be like fuck it. I'm just gonna get him his own bathroom, right? Right. That's yeah. How do you talk to method actor to begin with when they're acting? You know, methody. <laughs> 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 um, see, I don't. I don't even. I wouldn't even know how to start because, like, you would have to communicate in a way that it shows that you're not bullshitting, right? That you're serious. Yes. But at the same time, where you can actually resonate with that with the person
1: exactly and they don't get offended
0: and they don't get offended (laughs) right yeah as we all know they're all divas
1: yeah (laughs) for the most part are method
0: actors divas i mean any actors
1: i feel like method actors are just higher tier diva because you know it's like it feels like method actors like mad touched on it it feels like it's uh like mad
0: (laughs) It's a weird name right because isn't he like nordic right he's scandinavian so they do have different names but Mads Mads like what (laughs) (laughs) right
1: (laughs) well it's like method actors just feel like oh they're like vegetarians like I just want to be special I don't eat eat meat so they're like virtual
0: signaling right in a sense
1: yeah I mean like considering method actors like oh I take my role seriously but it doesn't every actor take their role yeah. like robert redford yeah is he a method actor i don't know i don't think i don't think yeah. i've ever heard i don't of him. think he's just a really good actor he's right? just he, really good yeah yeah and but he doesn't need to be like that he goes like for a month to be an evil ceo to feel his role to be the leader see, yeah. of hydra like, i don't
0: see yeah and then that also resonates with what, what what mads was saying was that he he doesn't not like want to talk shit about like daniel day lewis yeah but he believes that he is, the, the, the characters he portrays are so well portrayed because he's a good actor on its own. Yeah. Like the, the method acting maybe gives you like a little extra boost of where you could set your mentality yeah. up. But other than that, it's just all talent. Like yeah. You look at how many method actors there are that we know of. Daniel Day-Lewis, Jared Leto, Joaquin Phoenix. But then how many non-method actors are there that are still great? right yeah exactly <laughs> it's uh
1: it feels like that their their persona wraps around the role yeah right I, and if you need to have an element to grasp through then i feel like that character is well written to begin with in my opinion uh, well as you, you, like the joker yeah right? the joker definitely is well written but to get in that mindset i feel like he's very it's very con it's very difficult to get into like how do you become the joker yeah Right. How do you, it goes down to like, how do you become, say, how do you play a gay person? Like, do you go around, you know? Method you, actor. Yeah, right? method actor, right. You, you, you <laughs> just start you,
0: trolling bars. Right. That's what <laughs> I was,
1: like, how do, you, how do you become a war veteran? Or you sign up to the military. Yeah. Right. How do you become an assassin? You, you know, you just go kill someone. Yeah. Right. There's that degree of, that method acting can only give so much until you go over the end. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like, say, like the Joker, that character is just very, very broad, very multi, multi-lingual, multi-tiered. Yeah. You know I'm and so to get into that character, it's difficult to begin with. Yeah.
0: That's why I feel like because the Joker is such a really good complex actor, because mm-hmm. complex. it is so That's broad. The That's the word I'm looking for. Well, it's broad as well, because yeah. like you look at uh, Heath Ledger's take on the Joker, it's completely different from the... the like Jared. Joaquin Phoenix, or or Jared right? Yeah. So there there are different levels of insanity you could tap into. And I feel like Joker being one of those those characters where maybe, you know, being a method actor, not necessarily to the extent where like you're living the Joker life every day. Right. But like like what you like Keith Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix did, like they isolated those they. You know, they developed a, this mentality of the Joker, broke it down, then remade it, in, and then like kept journals about how their descent into madness was going and stuff like that. Yeah. All of this to be able to channel the Joker. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. But then, like you said, there is a detriment, and we see the detriment in Heath Ledger. You yeah. know, a person who, by all intents and purposes, already wasn't in the best state of mind, and then having him thrust himself into this deep, dark, essentially demonic role. And it just fucked them up even more. Yeah,
1: exactly. There are characters. Like I'm not. It's not in a broad sense that everyone who met acts acts for like dumb characters. Yeah. But it comes to reason that that something like the Joker is very multi complex compared to say other characters that. You don't have to be in that method acting role to adopt that persona. Yeah. Right? So, uh, like, I think uh, Lady Gaga was a uh, House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. And, like, she had, like, a tutor or something. And she had someone who, like, who uh, informed her on, on that kind of lifestyle. And now, like, I don't think you need that much depth to portray this character. If the yeah. character is already multi-tiered, multi-complex. So yeah. you can, like, adopt the role, not just copy them.
0: Yeah, but I feel like also with, like, Lady Gaga, who... Mm-hmm isn't necessarily like now she's been more in like movies and stuff like that mm-hmm. but she kind of made her fame with uh singing yeah well not kind of she did oh, make, yeah. she yeah. made her, her and she pivoted to uh she, what is it that acting movie? Uh, uh, uh stars Born. yeah stars Born, right yeah and then the house of gucci so i feel like because she is thrusted into like these high profile uh was, uh, like roles acting, or yeah, roles. Right? Yeah, that's the that's the correct. Word. She has to like essentially cast a wide a wide net mm-hmm. of um, uh, abilities or different ways to be able to tackle a character to be able to find the right one for her. Oh, that's fair. It's yeah. like a
1: uh, like um, not like John Cena. Mm-hmm. John Cena has been in that degree of spotlight and that degree of performance, but he hasn't been in that moment where. He can laugh at himself, yeah. And in Peacekeeper, he fortunately yeah, he, he does he have he those moments, the shit out of him, <laughs> right? Exactly. And uh, uh, Drax, uh, uh Batista, Batista, Dave Batista. Uh, Dave Bautista, I think when he got the role, uh, he he get like a, he got a, an acting coach because he yeah. didn't know how to portray it. that's true, that's fair.
0: There's a there's a pivot when it comes to these characters, yeah, well, when, when a, they don't have a acting when they're then uh, when uh, a person, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a pivot when a person already has. Some notoriety and then makes the the pivot to to acting. Right. They, they have to like you know figure it out. Yeah, you know, without without <laughs> the able, time of being able to figure it out.
1: Pretty much, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't see Robert Redford like yeah, taking no. acting lessons no. or anything like that. Maybe at the beginning, right when yeah, he's, um, well yeah, when course, he's growing I mean, and we all have to start somewhere. But yeah, he's a, he's an established character. I use him because I just one feel of the greats. yeah, well not only one of the greats, but he's like in a Marvel film. I'm pretty sure they just gave him the script and he just acted as... Yeah, He was instantly in that role already. Yeah,
0: I feel like people sleep on how important that that moment is for superhero movies. Robert Redford saying yes to a Marvel film. Yeah. You have no idea what that means. Exactly. For, for the majority of people have no idea. Who, I'm pretty sure the people who saw it had no idea who he was. Oh uh, Yeah. Oh, gosh. Unfortunately, old. yeah. <laughs> but, like, one legit one of the greats. And then having them be like, what's this? A fucking superhero is beating each other up? all right, so yeah. <laughs> right, right yeah. it, it's like anthony hopkins in that transformers again, anthony,
1: again anthony hopkins as uh odin odin another one right and he enjoyed it i mean yeah. there's a I'm, gosh <laughs> fellatio the marvel film but Felicia. there's a lot of those there's a lot of those actors that are, are fairly high tier and they don't have to it's difficult to method act into the roles that they're in like yeah. even the ancient one how do you method act yeah. a, a magician right? <laughs> or even odin i mean odin granted some shakespeare would be nice I mean, those grandiose moments yeah yeah but again it's go
0: live off like a fucking um fuck what's it called I had the perfect joke, but it's completely blank. I'm oh like, no! A Viking. Viking, right? And go pillage. Viking, yeah. Rape and pillage <laughs> rolling really across the Nord- <laughs> the north. Yeah, the northern
1: states. <laughs> <laughs> like Anthony Hopkins is
0: pillaging this
1: area. But uh, Mads does make a point, and I, I agree to some extent. All
0: right, let's uh, finish on this mm. video games. Really? No. Fair topic?
1: No, just video. Games. Just I like video, video games. Yeah, I like video games. Yeah, so yeah. see we all like video games.
0: So the big news that came out from the last time we, we talked is uh, Sony. They're releasing their version of the game streaming service. Yeah, from Xbox. As what's what's Xbox called? Uh, Xbox game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah, and game Sony's Pass. is gonna be Sony just Sony Premium. Now, Premium.
1: Yeah, something like that. It's multi tiered, yeah. Shows,
0: which, is which is interesting because like doesn't doesn't the most expensive, which is I think is the premium, is one hundred and twelve dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That averages out to less than ten bucks. Yeah, less than ten bucks to have all of Sony's games available to you at any moment you want, <laughs> a moment in time. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know the only thing is that uh, day of releases aren't going to be available.
1: Right, which is for Game Pass as of now, as of now, but for Game Pass, that's always been like, that's Oh, the, yeah, yeah, it comes out the day you get it for a Game Pass for a dollar. But how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Game Pass being that, like, Oh, we're gonna have it on the day of, but Sony? Um, I,
0: again, I, keep, I think it's completely different, um, avenues that they're approaching with Sony and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sony has because they've been always focused on making sure that. The video games are the best that they can possibly be. They've earned that reputation of you know you want a quality storying game, you go to Sony. Right. If you want a uh, if you want a console that does a lot more, yeah. You go to Microsoft. Right. And I feel like especially after the Xbox three hundred and sixty. So this is talking fucking fifteen years. <laughs> ago, they've Microsoft has focused on making the Xbox more of a PC hmm. rather than. A, an actual game castle right like an entertainment saying? center yeah it's like, becoming an entertainment yeah, yeah you can watch sports, you can watch sports you can set up uh you know whatever it is that you want to do even with their connect thingy that they had right you know, like, yeah, yeah had that connect, yeah it was like, oh, you, you like video games? Now exercise while watching yeah. video games. You just yeah. figure out a way to do it on your couch. You yeah, know. I couldn't do like, <laughs> like,
1: uh, My issue was I like, didn't have a big enough place. You did? Yeah, yeah. so you could only see my torso. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I should bring it here. We should play, uh, what is it, Star Wars... Oh, the dancing one? Yeah, the dancing oh one. Oh, my God. We definitely, no. you have,
0: you have a big enough place for that. Oh, God damn you. <laughs> um, so I feel like they are looking at things completely different mm-hmm. where whereas Sony it does want to do it, it does want you to, to you know keep buying those video games, especially like massive titles like God of War yeah Ragnar, Ragnar- that comes out later this year. yeah I, I, yeah I know <laughs> I would I would want to buy that game just to have it right. rather than be like, oh I could download it whatever time I want. Yeah that's you know?
1: that's true you do you bring up a fantastic point is uh, Sony does I feel like the, the games in Sony feel like they have more production value mm-hmm. but also I think some gamers don't realize is that uh, we we kind of get selection fatigue yeah. right when you get when you see the Xbox Game Pass you're given a whole plethora of games but where do you start yeah but for sony at least you do get those plethora of games but the real titles that you're looking for the ragnarok's right mm. the the first party games that you like the next kills on, i don't know something like hopefully right down those lines those are going to be those those marvel-esque events mm. that are not just a dollar with the pass and i do see i like where they're coming from than what game pass yeah because yeah, game pass is like hey, here's Ge- gears of war for a dollar
0: like oh okay why? So you you subscribe to Game Pass and then day of releases you you pay additionally to be able to access. Oh, them. you
1: pay it when you start the Game Pass, IP, but you get it for free with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, like, say, for example, Ragnarok came out on Xbox, uh, it would be for free on the day of. But for Sony, they're not making it. Yeah. For, they're making I don't know whenever it comes out because they have an underlining of production. Yeah which is which is fair but do you feel like it's a good call it's a good challenge
0: to game pass especially if game pass is essentially they call game pass the netflix i mean i i would i would think that yeah this is a a direct competitor in the sense that you look at them the vast fucking library of (laughs) playstation games that they have and it's not just you know ps4 ps3 PS3, it's PS1, PS2, PS3, yeah, I PS4, PSP.
1: forgot it. It's
0: PSP as well? Yeah. I, compl- I did not know that. I, I saw this later, I was like, whoa, that's a lot yeah. of stuff. I, was, I remember when, when I had first got in my, my game console and I was going through what to get, either PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And I was looking at all the fucking games on PlayStation Now. Yeah, yeah I remember you texting me. I was me. like, holy <laughs> shit, how is this? Like, What?" <laughs> Um, so now that the merger is going to happen, and I do believe I read that if you have an existing, uh, subscription, it's going to transfer over, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. So I think all of us start
1: at an essential cause that's the basic one. I yeah. have the basic one. Yeah. But so you have the, did you buy the year one? About the year one. I think the year one is the premium. Premium? Yeah. Cause it's 24.
2: Woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you'll be
0: able to get the taste first. I know. Which is again in a world where you know anybody and everybody could be be a, a YouTube channel streamer or some shit. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, go for the hundred twenty bucks a year and then just start filming yourself playing and start your own channel.
1: Exactly. It's uh, as weird as it sounds, but yeah, definitely. It's yeah. something that you can make your own career out of. And uh, PlayStation's allowed. Yeah,
0: thankfully. And they, don't they even have their own like in 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 console recording? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not the best, but it'll do the
1: job. Yeah. Yeah, you can bring it to another file, and then you can just pull out an editing program and stuff
0: like that. That, Yeah, that's that's what's dope. I I had to figure out how to properly use that (laughs) shit, because that's annoying. Well, I guess that's the show for this week. We pretty much talked about everything. Yeah. Um, fan yeah fantastic <laughs> um, you still won't say your your swear word nope right? i'm nope. doing pretty well have you yeah you haven't faltered
1: nope i said sure. i said dang it oh i don't know what faltered is it like i say it in my head sometimes Is no. that faltered okay no no, no.
0: <laughs> I well dang it isn't a bad word either
1: no i, I say like the f word sometimes Fuck. in my head oh uh, yeah so i'm like mother you get and then off like it fills. son of a bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah when i'm driving it's
0: like mother and then my head like says it like, really mother. yeah yeah, but I, I haven't said it. I said "dang it" a lot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's something that I could like 100 dedicate myself to not to do. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like we grew up in you know telling us that oh don't say these bad words, but who makes them bad? Who decides what words are bad or not? You know? <laughs> What's the power structure of it? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: definitely, you're right. Yeah, I remember when I was in uh, the Philippines and the Beavers and butthead was on. I think a uh, 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 what the heck that was the bad thing to say you couldn't say bad ever. tag because it's an entry level curse word yeah it so you animated to, right but you go to hell and then you go to the f word mm-hmm. right so it's, like, it's <laughs> the like, tears right yeah that's it's the entry level <laughs> to all the curse words
0: and that was the bad word but now I'm like I don't I yeah. don't see yeah alright well thanks for listening to this week's episode <laughs> I've been your host like always Joel company <laughs> by my good
1: friend hey alright see you later <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For show updates, follow us on SubTech and Twitter. Links are in the description. You
1: can find new episodes weekly on whichever podcast platform you swore allegiance to.